Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Menopause is coming and the men have all left town But I'm not giving up until I see that baby crown 39 and single, can someone help me out? He could be bald and bearded, shorter or tall Funny, smart, love basketball From gay, straight, black, white Tiny eyes with an underbite I just need sperm Sperm cast Hello and welcome to Spermcast. Well, we've been through a lot this season already. Insemination, the two-week wait, witchcraft, holiday travels, high school friends. Now it's time for another insemination. This time with Alex. As you know, the menstrual cycle starts on the first day of our periods and ovulation happens on around day 14. For me, day 14 was Tuesday, December 25th, Christmas Day. I started testing for ovulation around day 10. And as with last time, I was armed with my digital ovulation predictor kit. You remember, flashy smiley face when your estrogen surges and your fertility is high, and solid smiley face when your LH surges and your ovulation is triggered. I also had my little pee strips with me, remember those? One solid line is the control line to tell you the test is working. A second solid line will show up when your LH is surging, but that line has to be as dark or darker than the control. Well, on day 10, there was no blinky face and no second line. On day 11, no blinky face, no second line. On day 12, no blinky face, no fucking second line. On day 13, no blinky face, no second line. On day 14, no blinky, no liney. I text Alex, Merry Christmas, Alex. I haven't tested positive on any of the ovulation test kits yet. I don't know what's up, so I will update you in the morning. Merry Christmas, Molly. Okay, sounds good. Just keep me posted and we'll make it happen. On day 15, no blinky face and a faded second line. Okay, what the fuck is the deal? Where was my surge? Where was my blinky face? Last month, it was there for four days before I got my LH surge. And what was I supposed to do about Alex? The plan was to meet him at my brother's house in New Jersey, but he wouldn't be in New Jersey forever. He had plans to go to Boston and Vermont with his lady. If I didn't ovulate before the weekend, I'd kind of be screwed, so to speak. I tested obsessively all day that Wednesday. No blinky, some liney, no blinky, some liney, no blinky, some liney. My folks and I went over to my brother's house, my other brother's house, for dinner. I played with my niece, I ate some salmon, I watched my niece projectile vomit twice, got home around 9 p.m. and took the test one last time, and voila fucking la, two dark solid lines and a fucking solid smiley face. What the fuck? What happened to my blinky smiley face? My warning, warning, your LH surge is coming, blinky face. Fuck. I go show my mom. I tell her I might have to drive to New Jersey tonight. She shakes her head, doesn't think it's a good idea. I text Alex. I ask him if he thinks I should come tonight or in the morning. He doesn't know about the LH surge and when ovulation happens after that because as I remember, and it's all getting so confused and muddled at this point, my LH surge happens and then 12 to 36 hours later, I will ovulate. 
Is there a chance I'll miss my window if I don't go tonight? I can't figure out what to do. Drive to New Jersey, arrive somewhere at 12.30 a.m. Would I meet Alex at my brother's house in the middle of the night? I text him and I tell him I can get a hotel near his house. I don't want to put him out. I don't want to be a pain in his ass. But he's so nice, I can't tell if I'm being a pain in the ass or not. He says he'll stay up all night long. But also, I'm exhausted from watching my brother clean up all of my niece's projectile vomit. Will I even be able to stay awake for the drive? I'm 40 now. I go to bed early. Mom says I should stay. I yawn and agree. I text my sister-in-law. I'll be there around 7. Alex is going to try hard to get there before you leave so he can introduce himself. Ha ha ha. She writes, should I put gloves on before I shake his hand? <gasps> Don't embarrass me, sister. I'm calling her sister because I'm not sure if I'm allowed to use her name. I go to bed and wake up at 4 a.m. to beat the traffic. The two-hour and 15-minute drive takes an hour and a half, and I pull into their gravel driveway at 6 a.m. It's barely dawn. The house is quiet and dark. I sneak in flip on a kitchen light, and take a seat at their kitchen island. I read Michelle Obama's Becoming. Lovely book, by the way. Where are they? I thought they'd be rushing down the stairs to greet me. I haven't seen them since this summer. Aren't they early risers? Don't they want to be here when Alex arrives? I perk up at every creek. Here they come. Minutes pass. Still dark down the hall. 610, 6.30, 6.45, uh-oh, 7 a.m. Come on, guys. 7.15, 7.20, text from Alex. Be there soon. Oh my god, oh my god, he's gonna be so creeped out pulling up to a dark house at dawn. Ugh. I haven't seen Alex face to face since the day I interviewed him on my podcast. Okay, yes, we've Skyped, we've had long talks on the phone, but remember, we're new friends. We don't know each other all that well. He's just a wonderful fellow who agreed to do something huge for me, despite the fact that I sent him that tainted home sperm test. Now he's showing up at the crack of dawn to masturbate at my brother's house with my whole family asleep upstairs. <laughs> I go outside at 7.30 to meet Alex. Okay, Alex is here. He just pulled up. I've been sitting alone in my brother's house for an hour. Good morning. This is incredible. How good are you? So nice. Why aren't they awake? Oh, I don't know. Oh, were you, I've like, been here for an hour. I'm recording this. Oh, hilarious. Good morning. Do you Hello. have podcast yeah, content? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Wait, have you been outside here for an hour? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was inside. Oh. This is so funny. They're going to come downstairs. I don't know. It's just so funny to me. Yeah. Um, oh, like, wait. You haven't seen him at all since you got here this morning? No. Oh, that's <laughs> I take him inside and he gives me some gifts. Of course he gives me gifts. He's so thoughtful. A large bar of Toblerone and some delicious shortbread cookies and I didn't get him anything. What is wrong with me? <sighs> I show him family photos on the wall. Turns out Alex is only three years older than my oldest nephew who's asleep upstairs and that their high school soccer teams used to play against each other. What? This is too much. We try to come up with a game plan. He asks, where will I do this? In a cup? I go, oh, oh, yeah, we need a sterile cup. Shit, I forgot about the cup again. What is wrong with me? I look around and open cabinets. He's like, whoa, 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 I can't use one of those. I'm like, how come? He's like, does your niece drink out of those? Oh, yeah. Stupid, Molly. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Uh. So Genius over here decides to pour out her paper cup that she's been drinking tea out of. This'll work. Then my sister-in-law arrives in the nick of time. Hey, you got here so early. I've been here for an hour. Oh my God. 
No, I, I, I and a half. I'm not a morning person, and I'm, I have a sore throat, so. Oh, no. Hi. Hi. This is Alex. We told my sister-in-law about the cup situation, and guess what? Magically, she had sterile cups in her cupboard. What? Then my brother comes in. Now, I'm not going to give you my brother or sister-in-law's names, or my nephews, or my niece, because I don't know if you guys are crazy or not, but I'm so glad they're here, both of them, because... They're just the best people on the planet. If anyone can make me look cool in Alex's eyes, it's them. We all chatted for a while. It was super fun. Alex and I reminisced about how we met or didn't actually meet at that protest where I'm in the background of his photo. Alex whips out his phone. We take a look at the pictures. That is so funny. Yeah, isn't that funny? We protested the pipeline. Yeah, Yeah, that is is really... I have a theory that like... Then we remembered that I'm on a schedule, that I could be ovulating. What the fuck are we standing around chatting for? Uh, Don't let me hold you up. Oh, God, I guess you're right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I can't wait to hear this episode. It was really yeah, nice. Yeah. But will I see you again tomorrow? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Where, it's a different really? guy each time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There'll be some other guy needs yeah, yeah. to start a cup tomorrow, but uh, well, I hope I see yeah. you. No, you'll right. see him tonight oh, and good. tomorrow. Oh, good, good. You're, you're hanging oh, out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Hey, nice to meet you. Right. Right. Appreciate it. Bye. But then Alex reminds me that we haven't done the contracts yet. What is wrong with me? Luckily, Mr. Responsible Alex had already printed them out. So we go over the contracts. Oh, yeah. We have we should, we, should, we should probably do those first. Who, who wrote the contract? Me. <laughs> I didn't write them. There's a there's a lot of um, Yes. I compared like eight of them and is it the twenty seventh? Yep. Okay. Uh, December. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna cross off this part about not being able to get money yeah, from you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that fine? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, witness where of the parties hereunto have executed the agreement consisting of three pages written in the city of Meh, county of Meh, state of Meh, but the law, this is for California, this contract. Oh. Because we're both residents of California. Uh-huh. Should we write California? The fact that this is happening outside of California, does that, does that... I don't know. I don't know why that would matter. Can I see it? Thank goodness my brother was there. He is such a grown-up. One day I'd like to be a grown-up just like him. We signed the contracts, he witnessed them, then Alex went downstairs, he did his thing. A few minutes later, I got a text. It said, time! Exclamation point. Like he was done. <laughs> and then he came back upstairs. We made a plan and said our goodbyes. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, good luck. Uh, Godspeed. No, I think see, we, you, see you, man. Yeah, I think we're past that handshake. So there's no time to lose now? I'll just be there for a half hour. You have, to be, you have to be like, you'll be on the couch. I think I'll probably slip into um, something, something more comfortable. More comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> then I think I'll probably go into work for a little bit. Okay. I think the kids all know that you're here. And that That's you're... what I've been told. I hope so. so. All right. I head to the basement, open up my suitcase, pull out my little bag of tricks, pre-seed, syringe, soft cups. I run to the bathroom and I grab the sample. It's a healthy one. 
I put it on the coffee table right next to my coffee. I take off my pants, lay a blanket down on the couch, a pillow on top of that, and another blanket. And I climb onto my brother's couch. I reach over for a sip of coffee and accidentally drink all of the cum. <laughs> Sorry. I have to leave some gross jokes in here for all of my teenage boy listeners. <laughs> I draw the sample into the syringe and put it in me. Then I chill out for half an hour with my hips on a pillow. Wasn't that awkward? It was fun. Then my nephews and my niece woke up. I hung out with them. I went over to Nana's and we hung out for a long time. Then for some reason I went to a high school basketball game. That was cool. And then, as luck would have it, my best friend Jessica was driving north from Virginia to New York with her three kids in tow. And she decides to stop at my brother's house. She's dying to meet Alex. Now I don't have very many memories from five years old, but I do remember meeting Jessica. She was like the first girl I'd ever seen and she was so girly. In my mind, she's wearing a fur coat, and I'm outside wearing tights, underpants, and a tank top, and that's it. I'm covered with dirt, and she looks like a princess. She's immediately my best friend. Okay, so here's the incredible thing about Jessica. She has a master's from Johns Hopkins. She's a former dancer for the Redskins and the Wizards, and she was the coach of the Wizards dance team. And she's legally deaf. And she's a single mom of three. Three magical children who are the most well-behaved, the cutest things on the planet. Pretty, pretty impressive if you ask me. Here I am back in March of 2018 telling Jessica my plan for this podcast. Here's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm interviewing potential sperm donors in my podcast so that I can inseminate myself. For the for the for the podcast. No, I mean it's for myself because I want that to happen at some point, and I'm not finding a, uh, you know. So really, are you honestly gonna use the results of the interviews? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so excited! I'm gonna be aunt. <laughs> but Jessica and her three kids weren't the only people I invited over to my brother's house. Oh no. You remember the doula? The one who let me Skype with her while she was getting inseminated? Well, she lives in New Jersey too. So she joined the party. And by party, I mean a bunch of women sitting around talking about my cervix. Here she is. She's just offered me a new type of syringe. It's smaller than the one that I've been using. I brought you a syringe. I don't know if you already have one. I have one, but I'd love to use yours. <laughs> it's not used, but it's from it's from the company. What company? Oh, cool. Because the one I have is short. Okay, yeah. I gotta tell you, my cervix is far away. Well, yeah, your cervix is highest when you're fertile. We got a lot to talk about. Is this? Is that the kind? <laughs> Mine is a 10 milliliter. It's wide. It's wide. It's thick. <laughs> it's like a medicine one? It's an oral syringe. Okay. Um, it's it's this length. It is this length, but it's it's, it's that, twice like as Palomol wide. Like the one that for kids. Yeah, it's about thing. that wide. Okay. And, and I mean, it works. I know, but it's just funny because this is all point whatevers. And right. I put four milliliters in me today. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> and it was free. <laughs> now, if you'll remember, when we Skyped in on the doula's insemination, she had a doula friend there with her doing the insemination for her. She used a speculum, opened her up, and put the sperm in there for her. And she arrived at my brother's house. I knew this was also an option for me. Would I really do that? 
together. Now, okay, one, I'm very bashful about my body. Okay. Yeah, we're not going to do anything you're not comfortable with. No, but I, but no, I no, no, no. We were little and we were both going, like, I couldn't, she never, ever, ever let me see her without a shirt on. And we've she's, been best friends since we were five years old. And I have seen her naked um, 1,000 times. And she still wouldn't take her shirt off in front of me. One ever. time, one time when she was, um, <laughs> She had just given birth to her first baby, I think. Mm -hmm. I walked into the bedroom and she was vacuuming buck naked. Doesn't <laughs> nice. she just? She doesn't give a fuck. And I have That's always great. wanted to do that. And yet, I have these four. Like every man's. I have the, all these brothers. I have a bedroom without doors. I mean, no, it had doors. It had two, it had two doors. doors. And they didn't lock. They didn't mm -hmm. lock. Mm -hmm. And there was always somebody running through my room. And Jessica, you're here, I think, just so that in case she, she sees my vagina, you. I want to be it. there. She'll be jealous. <laughs> no, it's gotta, I, we got to even up the score. Yeah. <gasps> I was that way until I was a doula. I wasn't ever... Well, but I... It's lovers. I'm not... There's nothing weird about... I walk around naked all the time. It's just... Uh, anyway, so there's that. Then, there is... I've been told that my uterus is tilted. And every time I have felt down there, it's like way down pointed towards my back. So you're talking about your cervix? My, my, yeah, I've, I've been told my uterus is tilted, but when I'm talking about my cervix, yes. And I don't think you'll be able to see it with a speculum. Can your gynecologist see it with a yes. speculum? Well then, then she'll be able to see it. God, <laughs> I can't do that. Well, she will. No, are you, I'm not are you weird when you go to the gynecologist no. about it? Well, no. can you think of it like that? Yeah, I don't like I'm basically have your to gynecologist. Be in there you can be really at my head. You can be I'll at be my at head. head. Okay. Here's the other thing. I am not groomed. Okay. And I've seen it all. Okay, fine. But Wait, my, didn't someone tell you had a beautiful vagina? Yeah, yeah. No, not just really? a boy. It was like a doctor. My midwife told me I had a Do beautiful cervix. Girl. And that's the other thing. I don't think I'm going to have a beautiful cervix because this summer, I didn't talk about this on the podcast, but I will now, listeners, I uh, had an, an, an abnormal pap. I had HPV years ago, but it's gone from my body now. But no, what I had was abnormal cells on my cervix. Squamous. So she said, well, we just have to do this little test. So she just did the colposcopy, mm -hmm. and she squirted the vinegar in there. What mm, they do is they burns. squirt vinegar in there, and then they look at it with a special light, and that shows all the abnormal cells. Mm. She said I had a large amount of abnormal cells on my, on my cervix, so she had to take three biopsies. And it was terrifying, everybody, and very painful. I could feel the snipping inside my body. Sorry I didn't tell all of you about this this summer when it was actually happening to me, but it was during that time when I was having panic attacks and was probably contributing to the panic, actually. I also thought it would be weird and exploitative to use this potentially negative experience to keep you hooked into the show, keep you on the edge of your seat, waiting for the results of my biopsies. That wouldn't be nice. And maybe it was nothing, which it was, nothing. But if it wasn't nothing, I would have had to have a cone biopsy, which is not uncommon, but can potentially make it harder to carry a baby to term. It just all seemed like a little too much for me, for you. I just, I left it out of the conversation. See, I'm mysterious. Anyway, everything turned out fine. But in regards to this situation, I was worried that the biopsies would make my cervix look ugly when the doula looked at it using the speculum. So stupid. But the good news is I wouldn't be squirting vinegar in there, so I wouldn't be able to see it. Well, okay. I was just going to say it's not going to be as pretty as yours. <laughs> Great. You want to talk to the podcast? Is that? Oh. We're talking. No, come. Oh, that's okay. Sorry. We were just talking about my cervix. Oh. I was saying how it's not going to be pretty if she looks in there. 
mm-hmm. and how self-conscious I am and how um, bashful about my body I am with other women yeah. well, because I grew up in a house full of boys. That you're going to have to get over if you have a baby because everyone's going to see I'm planning on getting over it when I have a baby. I didn't know I'd have to, I was going to get over it today. I know. You don't have to. No, I want to. I you think I should. I think I should. I took a However, shower before you got here just in case. Think of me like a, I mean, I'm not a, a guy now. professional, but I see a lot. It's my profession. Yeah. But have you, you've never used a pap, I mean, a speculum before, technically. And that's okay. No. I'm not scared. No. Only <laughs> have, only have had. Yes, she did. Eventually, Alex showed up, and guess what? That sweetheart brought a tin full of cookies with him. I mean, another gift? Why? Where did... How? He is so thoughtful, and I am not at all. Ugh. There had to be something I could do to prove I'd be a good mother. I had Jessica call her kids over. Guys, Uncle Molly wants you to meet somebody. They call you Uncle Molly. They all run in. One of them jumps into my arms. This is going great. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> this is, oh, this is Pierce. Okay. Pierce. Pierce. Hi. Pierce. Hi. Pierce. Hi. Nice this is Shake hands. Take my hand out. Take my hand out. Say, nice to meet you. Bam. Nice to meet you. This is Quentin. This is Molly. This is Molly. Hi, Molly. Shake hands, Molly. Nice to meet you. Come to me. Show him how much you love me. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I promise. What's my name? Uncle Molly. <laughs> <laughs> See, gender neutrality. Very progressive. Yeah, that's really yeah. good. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> okay, watch that movie. Bye, guys. Yeah. I could tell I was getting on his good side, but I really needed to hook him, so I pulled out the old crack the apple open on your chin trick that always wins. Dude, do you guys know that I can do this trick? Let's watch this. Alex, Imagine. this is going to make you want to give me some. Are you gonna crack I hope it? I can do it. Oh! oh! I missed it. Do it again. I cannot believe you missed it. Wow. Would you like some? I'm okay, thank you. Yeah, that's really cool though. I'll take some of mine. In case you're not familiar with the old apple break on the chin technique, you basically just put the apple under your chin, put your palms underneath the apple, and just kind of break it on your chin. It's that simple. Really kills at parties. I'll put a video of it on Instagram. Anyway, Alex, Jessica, and the doula and I hung out for a little while. We, of course, talk about how Alex and I met and all the fun coincidences. But there's another cool coincidence. The movie that Alex was just shooting in Ukraine for three months was called The Rising Hawk. In case you've forgotten, my last name is Hockey. Did you forget that? Should I be recapping who I am in the beginning of every episode like I used to do? Um, what did I used to say? My name is Molly Hockey. I'm an actor, writer, comedian headshot photographer, Airbnb host, podcast producer. I've always wanted kids. It never worked out for me, so I went and I found a sperm donor or two, and uh, here I am, inseminating myself. I have to name my baby Rising Hawk. Rising, rising Hawk. Rising Hawk. No, the, the novel was called Zakar Berkut, which yes. is based on. So name your kid Zakar. Zakar Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's nice. It kind of has like a name to it. Yeah. I'm gonna, I like writing. Uh, but Zakar. Yeah. Zakar's kind of cool. And that's funny exactly. because Zach is the other donor. Oh! Oh, that would be confusing to to one of these gentlemen. (laughs) That's right, everybody. I looked up Zakhar, Z-A-K-H-A-R, and it does, in fact, mean Zachariah. And Zachariah is actually Zach's real name. So, there's another coincidence. But what does it mean? Does it mean anything? How's Alex feeling? 
What does any of this mean to him? Well, I'm an, I'm an ingredient, you know, in your recipe that you, like, I'm an essential ingredient. But, yeah, yeah. but I don't know. I'm just all about, like, promoting that we're all, you know, these things, you know, and then it's just, it's all just about love, really. You know what I mean? It's like, like, we just be kind and look. Yeah, like, some people, like, dads, moms, brothers, sisters, friends feel like siblings, friends give fatherly advice, friends give motherly advice, you know, so it's kind of like... It's like, yeah, technically I'm your dad, but like, you know, you're not, you're not, not really, yeah, exactly, <laughs> not, yeah, but you know, just like with putting all the ingredients together. There's so much more to this. Did you hear about the used test kit that she sent me? That, I yeah, heard. yeah, That's yeah, so yeah. isn't that ridiculous? And then this morning, this morning I show up and I was like, yeah, they're all asleep. We're just going to, you know, wait for them. I don't want to like, while we're hanging out and they're talking. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, so where is all this stuff? Like just, you know, just to have it. And she's like, oh yeah, a cup. Oh, and she's like, oh, uh, uh. And I then, was looking in your cabinet. And I was like, no, no, no. And I was like, no, I refuse to do that. And like, so she said she had a paper teacup. Like coffee gonna, yeah. <laughs> there has to be a solo cup around Yeah, something. Yeah. party I would never have done that yeah, for the record. Well, in my house. For the record, I would have never done that. Yeah, just yeah. so you guys know, if, at my house, don't ever use the doer's glass because that's what Zach used. Oh, good. That's good to know. That's really good to know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just like, you know, I get it. It gets washed and sanitized, but I don't know. I would feel really weird. I, would. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Again, I grew up on a farm. I didn't wear shoes or pants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what did I wear? Dirty. Sorry. I was so dirty. I always smelled like pee. I did not. So nobody enough. taught me how to wash myself until no, it still happened. Yeah. All, it's, it makes so it. Clean today, yeah. I'm clean today. I took a shower. Eventually, he went downstairs. He did his thing. A few minutes later, I got a text. It said time. And then he came back upstairs, and we talked about schedules. Seven thirty or eight? Eight. Oh yeah. Eight. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, seven thirty is probably good too. That's when I got here today. I think. Remember? It's 7.30, yeah. I'll get to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 7.30. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, yeah, my dad said... Uh, Are you texting that, your dad down there? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I put my phone on airplane mode, all right? I put on the Gladiator soundtrack. I have my headphones Gladiator on. Gladiator yeah, 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 yeah. soundtrack? You know that song when he's, like, walking through the... Uh, the really, like, oh, now we know the songs. Did you ever see the movie? Yes, I used to yeah. love that movie. Um, yeah, it's a good song. What music do you listen to? Show him the speculum. I listen to Bruno Mars when I get done. <laughs> no. Have you ever seen a speculum before? No. Oh my god, no way. Oh my god. That makes sense though. Well, you sure? Yeah. I just don't think you're going to be able to see my cervix. Wait, do you, we'll did, see. but did you use that this morning? No. no. You can't do it yourself. <clears throat> what did you use? I just put it, use a, a syringe. Turkey Ew, no. Well, what do you mean painful. that's what you do? That sounds painful. painful. No, not, a, not, a, not with a needle. No, this is yeah. not painful. Okay. But the one I've got is three times bigger. This only holds one milliliter, and when you, you gave me four milliliters this morning. What? Really? That's great. No, that's great. I was worried. Honestly, I was worried because I was it like, It doesn't oh look God. like a yeah, lot was, when you like, put it in a cup. I was, I, I was driving home looking up, like, low God. sperm volume, and I was like, oh, my God, like, do I have oh to do something wrong with me? Like, yeah, that's great. That's such good news. I was like, I, you can look at my sister. I was, like, looking it up. I was like, diabetes. I was like, low testosterone. Oh I was like, looking up all this stuff, and I was like, oh, my God. Um, yeah, it really didn't look like anything. I was like, geez. 
What? I was Wait, so, so scared. She'll text you about what, what it is now. If it's not a four mil. It's going to be smaller. It's, it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like it was, it was half the size the next time, last time. Oh, was that? Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, so now <laughs> how much, really how much did Jack have in the It was like, it was about the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. Right. Sure, sure. Yeah. It was pretty much the same. Zach had held out for four days before doing it. Oh, I've I, been, I've been holding out for longer than that. Oh, <laughs> when you know, when you told me, you're like, I'm like, I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've been yeah. taking the pills. I've been doing all the things. I've been, yeah. Isn't it the best? Yeah. yeah. But it, you know, but like, yeah. Now, I was like, there's something I forgot to tell you. Should I tell him in front of you ladies? Yeah. I forgot to tell you that you shouldn't, shouldn't use anything to, to. I don't. Assist you. Nice. Wait, but like. Because it can hurt your um, sperm. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like no. You can, though. I have something you can use that doesn't kill it if you want to use it. No, 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 no. No. It's a very, it's a meditative thing. I just got in here. Hard time tonight. Yeah. No, that's great. That's good to know. No, I figured that I was even. It's just too much of a visual. I hope you're recording all that. Did you hear all that? Yeah. That's how you I was I was worried about using the cup again because I was like, if you use soap, then maybe that will affect. Like, I hope you didn't use. Soap. I did. I did use soap, but, but then I, but yeah, I washed it. Thoroughly. Yeah. I guess we got to get the show on the yeah, road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a great Thanks, time. Alex. Yeah, yeah. I'll see you in the morning. Okay. Yeah, really wonderful. Yeah. Thank, Thank you so you much. Bye. Nice to meet you. Have a good trip back to wherever you're going. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And I went downstairs with Jessica and the doula. So what time did he come out? What time did he text you done? Um, I'm just curious because I feel like it's been at least 20 minutes. 8.37. Okay. And what time is it now? 8.51. Okay. I mean, honestly, I think you we have 45, 50 minutes, but, you know, obviously the sooner the better. Yeah. So why don't you take your pants off and then wrap this around you? Here, I'll wear this. It's more spiritual. <laughs> do you want me to do a fertility dance? Yes. I don't know. Hold on, I'm gonna Google it. You can do it. I have to go pee pee. It's gotta be a fertility dance. Fertility dance came from ancient tribes. It was used at a specific time in a specific way where every move counts. And attention to detail detail is exceptionally important. Alright, gotta learn this. Let's roll up. Standing. So we're gonna roll up and down a few times. Find your comfortable standing position, maybe your feet are just apart, or just how they were. Roll down, not so drop your head, drop your shoulders. Doing your dance? Do you dance? It's called Himalaya Baya. Okay. I'm probably supposed to do the fertility dance at Ding Dong. I'm doing it for good luck for you. <laughs> That's like a friend's, it's very sexy. It says essential. Uh, no, I can't. I can't. Okay, I'll just stop. You have to come. Stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> you want another one for your head? No, I'm just laughing. Okay, okay here we go, folks. <laughs> sure, you, you want to go down to the bottom? Yeah, here? bottom, scoot your butt to the edge like at the guy knows. We've got it all set up. I'm spread out on my sister in law's coffee table in the basement. 
There are blankets everywhere. My hips are on pillows. Sit, sit by my head, Jess. <laughs> and as with last month, I start to lose it. No, it's fine. Oh, Jess, you're going to play with my hair. I start to giggle a lot. Oh, my God. This is so funny. I can't stop laughing. Okay. You need to stop. Okay. Okay. All right. So Jessica's playing with my hair. You can massage you my hair. Do you want to okay. apply some of this to yourself? Sure. She hands me the pre-seed. I put a little bit on my finger and apply it to myself right in front of them. But here's the thing about pre-seed. Since recording this, I've learned some interesting information. Adam Hooper, our favorite Australian sperm donor, referred me to a video by somebody who calls herself the Egg Whisperer. She's also known as Dr. Amy. She and another fella examined sperm under a microscope mixed with different fluids like KY, pre-seed, olive oil, coconut oil. Here's a clip. Okay, so let's try a little bit of pre-seed. So this is considered, what does it say on here? It says, fertility-friendly personal lubricant for use when trying to get pregnant. Let's see if this, this works. This is surprising. What does it look like, Slew? They all... Let's see. Died. Wow. That movement is just the streaming of the fluid, wow. but they're all... Most of them, there's some modal. I'm gonna increase the con the the magnification. Magnification, and Let's it's gonna see. be at 40x, and you can definitely see. Wow, well, those guys aren't so happy. They're so not well. happy at all. We gotta send them little life vests. Yeah, those guys are not happy. Look so at little. look at this. Look at them. So that first round with Zach, I used a lot of pre-seed that first night, and that could have been the magic night. The second night, I used a tiny bit of pre-seed because still I just thought I was supposed to. The third time, didn't use it at all. Now this time with Alex, I didn't use any in the morning. I did use a tiny, tiny bit during this session. And the next morning, I didn't use any. So maybe there's better chances. All right, here we go, girl. All right, you ready? Ready. I wish I had a headlamp. <laughs> do you want this? So Jess, do you have your that. phone? I do. Well, let me see if I can figure out how to do the flashlight. I don't know if I Okay, do. so now Jessica's sitting next to me, facing my face, holding her arm behind her, holding her phone, flashlight, facing my coochie, so the doula can see. Right. Deep breath. Okay, and listen. You have to promise to tell me if anything is uncomfortable or whatever, or slow or stop or whatever. Okay, I'll let you know. Because I know these aren't the fun. Is that the safe word? Oh, yeah. I don't, it doesn't yeah, hurt. Do we have, like, pineapple or... Safe, it's fine. Safe word, okay. pineapple. Pineapple. I love pineapple. Okay, listeners, this feels like the specula is in there oh yeah it's in there great right. what okay. you okay oh yeah all right i'm going to start to open it a little bit so tell me if it's too much pressure okay Ooh. Too much? no, no. <laughs> sorry feels great everybody ah oh, what is that that's just opening it is it too much oh no i just it felt like are you can you see my cervix <laughs> Hey, look, I don't know if this is all too much to be putting in a podcast, but it's not every day that a stranger comes over to your brother's house and puts a speculum in you and looks at your vagina. It's a unique experience. I thought I should definitely include it. Is this painful to go deeper? I'm not sure. Sometimes it feels like you're hitting the cervix, like when they swab the cervix. Okay. You know that feeling? I do know that feeling, but I... Oh, no, I lost my cervix. <laughs> I'm sure it's still in there. Can you feel your own cervix? Yeah. Can you ever feel it? Yeah, I can if, if I go real deep. Okay, so <laughs> have you felt it today? I can't remember. You want to take it out and I'll see if I can yeah, feel it? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs>
Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna stick my finger in my vagina in front of three girls. Yeah, two girls. That's why we have... Yeah, it's like really. I can't reach it. I have no idea. What I think I'll just. I could just shove it, shove the stuff in there, and let it find I its mean, own way. It's yeah. It's either way. Opening you up and getting it farther in is still gonna help. Okay. So. Okay. Where's the um, semen? On the chair. Okay. Syringe is here. I'll load the syringe for you. So yeah, my, my hands sure. are free. Okay. Let me take the top off this. Got it. Yeah, there's a lot in here. <laughs> Are you usually able to see somebody else's cervix pretty easily? She hasn't done the speculum before. Oh. My friends found mine. So there was one time when it was a little bit more difficult to find. I didn't realize it moved around. Yeah. It changes mm -hmm. with your cycle. I know I've already talked about this this season. I've probably already talked about it twice, but the point is your cervix changes position throughout your cycle and it's higher up inside of your body while you're ovulating to make room for the penis. Here's what they say in what to expect before you're expecting. During most of your cycle, your cervix is firm, closed, and low in your vagina. It's often described as feeling like the tip of your nose. As ovulation draws near, your cervix rises, opens slightly, and becomes soft, described as feeling like your lips. The reason for these changes? A soft, open cervix allows sperm to pass through more easily on the quest for the egg. According to the internet, you can use the age-old knuckle test to chart your cervical depth throughout your cycle. Just stick your index finger in and see how many knuckles you got left afterwards. So what I will do then is just angle downward with the syringe yeah. as much as possible. Yeah. Throughout this whole time, I was doing my best not to laugh because you know what happened last time. Every time I laughed, I was pushing stuff out. But then I did something stupid. While the speculum was still in me, I asked her to take a picture because I wanted to see inside myself. <laughs> Wouldn't you be curious too? Anyway, it was not pretty. Oh my don't god, laugh. sorry. Don't laugh. You're gonna spread it out of me. Sorry, I can't show you that. Oh my god. Stop. But you see Please how it looks to me like Stop. I must be hurting you? Laughing. No, I looks... couldn't I couldn't honestly I couldn't look in detail. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna Stop. bring this out now. Laughing because it's important. Alright, you re it's like right outside. Can you tip your hips up without hurting your back? Uh-huh. Like you really need to do that because this is a lot. Like oh. <gasps> I don't I'm going to take it out and have it fall. Yeah, there you go. Okay, well, I'm going to turn this off. Well, I think we did it, guys. We got some stuff in there. We definitely got some, a lot of stuff in there. And we both had new experiences. We did. Did you enjoy that? It was cool. Yeah, I mean, I would... <laughs> you like, would have liked to have seen the cervix. Things. I told you ahead of time. It was like... Yeah, just... just so far you away. my cervix to make you feel better. Oh, thanks. Okay, go take care of your children. Well, that was an experience. We all said our goodbyes and they took off and the next morning Alex arrived at 7.30 on time as usual with a gift as usual for my sister-in-law. Man, what a great guy. God, I'm such an asshole. My bro and sis went off to work. Alex went downstairs. He did his thing. He came back up. We hugged. I thanked him profusely. He left and I went downstairs and I did my thing and everything was quiet and chill. Nothing was being recorded. I just lay there meditatively and relaxed and thought positive thoughts. Cycle number two was done. Now I just had to wait for two weeks.
But one thing I forgot was to ask my brother how he felt about all this stuff. You know, I mean, the, the particulars of, of him coming over or being here in the house and or being downstairs and doing his thing <laughs> was not, I, I don't think it was particularly important for me or, or, or something that I was getting caught up with because I was more interested in how this was going to happen for you. You know, I've just felt like whatever it takes is is worthwhile. Yeah. And, and I guess that's why I wasn't really thinking so much about, about you know. <laughs> <laughs> what he was being, up to? Him being, him being downstairs while I was upstairs. <laughs> so so um, that's how, I think that's how I kind of, uh, that's how I approached the whole thing. Something I've noticed about your family is that you're also cool and accepting of everything. I, mean, I think that we have a, a, I think we have a pretty high, tolerance for for things and, and and it's probably because i mean I, I i think i credit my kids with with helping me be more accepting and mm. tolerant of of you know different things and you know they're always kind of challenging me on attitudes and and beliefs and and so on and they make great cases so um, i guess i'm a convert you know in many cases mm -hmm. you know that I think that's what, what it comes down to. Yeah. Do you think my baby will be able to harmonize with me? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Very important. Yeah. I think we have we have some decent um, singing genes in us, so. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A lot, a lot of the brothers and you. Know, you Alex, absolutely. Alex's uh, father was an opera singer. Is that right? Yeah. How, what about, what do you think about me and, and this whole thing? Like, why couldn't I find a man? <laughs> I'm not sure that I've, I have a strong feeling on, on, you know, why you are where you are today and, and why something hasn't worked out before for you. And, mm. you know, in terms of a, a long-term commitment or a partner that, you know, that was going to come forward and, you know, be a father um, for, for a baby. Because, you know, I see you at, at, at kind of in these shorter intervals mm -hmm. now, and now as, as you're an adult now, and I guess I don't have a great sense of, of why that is. You know, I, 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 I think the world of you, and so I, it's hard for me to see anything but, but a wonderful, loving person with a great sense of humor and smart and, you know, all, those, all those qualities and you know, that, that I think anyone would be lucky to, to find in a partner. So, you know, right. So that's how I see you. <laughs> and that's, and, and so how you are in a relationship though, mm -hmm. maybe can be a very different thing, you know, because. And that's no, I'm amazing I'm... in a relationship. I'm, I'm even better <laughs> than I am as a regular person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I just don't like that many people. Or yeah. the ones that I, hmm, no, I like plenty of people. They just don't see me that way or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, are you looking forward to having a, a, nep a new nephew or niece? I am. Good. I am. It would be wonderful. <laughs> and I know you would be a wonderful, you know, mom to, to a little boy or girl. So, well, you know, I'm, I got my fingers crossed for you and. Yeah. Hope that something will work out. Maybe I should talk to the boys real quick. Okay. Hey, guys. Hey. Molly's got a couple questions for you. All right, Molly, you're on speaker. Cool. What do you think about this whole thing I'm doing? 
Hi, Auntie. Hi. So your question was, what do I think about this whole thing you're doing? Yeah. I think it's very cool. Yeah, I think it's great. What do you? I think it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mom, mom, it's awesome. Molly, we, it's yeah, great. It's very cool. What yeah. did you think of Alex? I loved Alex. What did you love about him? Everything. He's <laughs> genuine and like sincere and cool and. He just seemed like a great guy. Yeah. And oh, really handsome? Very handsome. <laughs> what do you think what do you think I should name the baby? Alfonso. How about the uh, name first name Jean. Yeah. Middle name Etix. Genetics. 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 It's Genetics French. hockey. It's French. <laughs> Genetics. Genetics. <laughs> Molly, have you already assigned a potential godfather? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to do a, a search via podcast. I interview potential godfathers. Or, or maybe I do a podcast called The Godfather. <laughs> the Godfather. <laughs> love you. Okay, love you. Bye, Mal. Bye, Molly. Bye, you guys. Love you guys. Okay, babe. Bye. All right, baby. Tune in next week to find out if I'm pregnant or not. That's right. I'm not putting you through the two-week wait. In fact, I'm trying to catch you up to real time as soon as possible. I am sick of trying to remember how I felt a month ago. Anyway, thank you all so much for allowing me to share this time with you. I feel like I have a thousand really good friends out there. A thousand doulas. And thank you also so much for putting up with these graphic episodes lately. It's not going to be like this forever, I promise. Oh my goodness, this one was a doozy. Thank you so much to my anonymous brother and sister-in-law and nephews for always being such an incredible living example of how a family should be. Such wonderful, giving, accepting, kind, caring, funny people. I love them so much. Thank you so much to the anonymous doula for traveling to see me and, and, and opening me up to new experiences. And thank you to Jessica and her wonderful little children for making the trip to see me and always being there for me and caring about me. I love you guys so much. And most of all, thank you to Alex McNichol for putting up with all of my bumbling mistakes. You're a real trooper, and you made a great impression on my family. I'm crocheting you a hat and making you some jam right now. Listeners, if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review Spermcast on iTunes. It's a huge help. If you want to reach out to me, email me at spermcast at gmail.com or leave me a message or text me at 323-741-1818. There are quite a few people I haven't gotten back to yet, and for that I'm very, very, very sorry. You are in my head all the time. I need to respond, and it's going to happen. It's going to happen this week. Oh my God, it's going to happen. Thank you to my new Patreon subscribers. If I have any, let me look, let me look. Katie London and Kenneth Rudnicki. Yay! Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. 
If you're dying for spoilers, you too could become a Patreon member and know everything that's happening with me in real time. Just go to patreon.com forward slash spermcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N forward slash spermcast and sign up for a dollar or two a month. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Not that I keep up with Twitter and Facebook, but sometimes I post on Instagram and it's fun. Anyway, follow me on any of those social media thingies. And and I can't remember anything else, so just go and have a wonderful day. I love you. Thank you so much. See you next week. You could be bald and bearded, shorter or tall. Funny, smart, love basketball. From gay, straight, black, white. Tiny ass with an underbite. I just need What's your generation, Molly? Are you? Are uh, you, you know? I think I'm like Y. You're a generation Y. Now you're, you're, are you? You're not a millennial, right? Forty. Uh huh. I think you're a millennial. I'm yeah. not. That's like thirty-five, and I'm forty. Actually, are you guys millennials or something else? Yeah, they are millennials. They're they're yeah. at the end of the millennial uh, era, the and then the next the, the next generation is like. No, they don't have a name. I yeah, they do. It's called iGen or Generation Z. No, it's called New Millennial. They don't have it. Bullshit. It's called Gen Z. I'm reading two books on it right now. Yeah, they're fucking wrong. They're not wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. I'm going to put this part in the podcast. You're not Gen Z. Gen Z comes. Gen Z is bad. No, Gen Z was before the baby boomers. Oh my God! Who are the baby boomers? You're reading it backwards. Like my, like, baby no, boomers no, is no, me. No, I'm, like, I'm at the end of the yeah. baby boomer boomer. Well, this is more fun than I've had all weekend, but yeah, I can't it, do it anymore because I've got to edit my podcast. Okay, sweets. Sorry, Mom, but it's been really fun, you guys. Can't wait! Can't wait for to hear it. I listen every week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 